This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org. Alhamdulillah, <laughs> nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'gfiruhu wa na'udhu billahi min shururi anfusina wa min sayyati a'malina man yahdihillahu falamudilla lah wa man yudlil falahadiya lah wa ashadu an la ilaha illa allahu wahdahu la sharika lah wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasooluhu wa safiyyuhu min khalqihi wa khaliluhu arsalahu allahu ilal nasi kafatan bashiran wa nadhira فبلغ الرسالة وأدى الأمانة ونصح الأمة وتركنا على المحجة البيضاء ليلها كنهارها لا يزيغ عنها إلا هالك فصلوات الله وسلامه عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن اهتدى بهديه واستنى بسنته ودعا بدعوته إلى يوم الدين يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون أوصيكم ونفسي بتقوى الله والإحسان uh, my brothers and sisters, inshallah ta'ala, <coughs> what I want to share with you today is something of great importance and it's something that we must remind ourselves every time. And that is that we all know why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created us. If any one of us was asked, why did Allah create us? We would say, Allah created us to single him out and worship. And I have not created jinn or mankind except to worship me. This is our purpose of life. This is why we exist. This is why we are here. But how do you embody that? Because if the purpose that we are here for is to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and you look at the amount of times you worship Allah in a day, it is minuscule compared to the other mundane things in life that we do. If you were to compare the amount of time you're sleeping and eating and drinking and working and studying and doing the things that you do compared to the times you actually worship Allah, you'll come to the realization that you really do only give Allah a very short time of your life. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, قُلْ إِنَّ صَلَاتِي وَنُسُكِي وَمَحْيَايَ وَمَمَاتِي لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ لَا شَرِيكَ لَهِ Say that my prayer and my slaughter, my worship, my life and my death are for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. How can your life be for Allah? Now, there is an actual way where your whole 24 hours can actually be an act of worship. How? By turning the regular things that you do into acts of worship. I am sure many of us here, if not all of us here, work. And you have families that you have to provide for. And you perhaps don't think that you going to work, when you're driving that taxi, or you're going to your office, that this is an act of worship. Clearly it isn't. It's just a normal thing that everyone does. The Muslim works, the non-Muslim works, everyone does it. But with the correct intention, you can turn that into a worship that Allah will reward you for. You can turn the amount of time that you're sleeping into an act of worship that Allah rewards you for. Like the Prophet Sallallahu said, إِنَّمَا الْأَعْمَالُ بِالنِّيَاتِ وَفِي رِوَايَةٍ بِالنِّيَةِ Indeed, our actions are judged by intention. So depending on what your intention is, you will get rewarded for doing something that is very regular, that everybody does. This is why in Al-Bukhari, uh, there is a hadith where Mu'ad ibn Jabal and Abu Musa al-Ash'ari, Abdullah ibn Qais, they meet. 
And these are the two companions, companions that the Prophet sent to Yemen to call to Islam. So they meet each other and they catch up. And then they ask each other the question regarding how their worship is going or the recitation of the Qur'an. Then Mu'adh ibn Jabal says, I sleep some portion in the night and recite and read my prayer other portions. And I expect Allah, inshallah, to reward me for my sleep the same way I expect Allah to reward me for my prayer. Why would he say that? Why would he want to be rewarded for sleeping? Because his intention was that he is resting so that he can feel more energetic for his prayer later on. If that is the mindset that you're in, Allah will reward you for your intention. This is why the Prophet ﷺ in many occasions told us that Allah rewards us for our intention. The Prophet said in a hadith, is also in Bukhari, Whoever commits, whoever decides to do something good, you decided that you were going to pray two rak'as of duha. You decided to do it. But then you ended up not doing it. Allah reward you for your beautiful intention. Now this is amazing. This is the difference between the intention that happens in our heart and the actions that we do with our limbs. You get rewarded for your, action, for your intention even if you don't follow up with an action. But if you do an action without intention, then you don't get rewarded for it at all. In fact, one might pray and be sinning. How is that possible? How can someone that is praying be sinning if he's not sincere for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? This is how powerful our intention is. So whenever you're out shopping, the Prophet said in a hadith, those that do infaq on their families, that provide for their families, Allah reward them for it because it is a form of charity that you give your sons and daughters and your wives and your mothers and fathers. But you have to have that intention. And once you do have that intention, Allah rewards you for that act of worship. So someone could be shopping in Morrison's and being rewarded for it. That's how merciful Allah is. You could be working and be rewarded for it. You could be sleeping and be rewarded for it. But when? When you have those intentions. And when will you have that intention? You will have the intention when you are thinking about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When, you, when Allah is on your mind, that you know that these acts that you're doing are for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because Allah required you to do so. And this is very important to remember. A normal thing that someone is doing. The Prophet said in a hadith, وَفِي بُضْعِ أَحَدِكُمْ Allah, The Prophet said, when you are intimate with your wives and your husbands, this is a form of sadaqah. And the companion said, أَحَدَنَا شَهْوَتُهُ وَيُؤْجَرُ عَلَيْهَا Is one just... Uh, um, relieving himself from his desires, which are regular, everyone does, and gets rewarded for it? The Prophet ﷺ said, imagine he did it in haram. Imagine it was a haram relationship. Would that person not be sinning? Yes, Ya Rasulullah, he will get rewarded for it. But it does require that intention, that good intention, which means you kind of have to be aware of what you're doing. You kind of have to be aware of what you're doing. The opposite of that, my brothers and sisters, is those who do acts of worship... But then they, it became a ritual, something that they do regularly, and they're not even thinking about it. A good example of that is our dhikr. You know when we say subhanallah, and astaghfirullah, and la ilaha illallah? When you say that, the scholars, they say there is what is known as dhikrul lisan and dhikrul qalb. 
And the asal is that you combine them. That when you are mentioning Allah, when you're making this dhikr, you are saying it, but you're, you also mean it. You're also saying it with your heart. You are aware. You're not thinking about something completely different and saying, Astaghfirullah, Astaghfirullah, Astaghfirullah. But you are actually aware of what you're doing and saying, and in the moment, you're not heedless, you are aware. And with that awareness, you get more reward. Now the scholars, they say, do you get any reward for just saying Alhamdulillah, even though you're not aware or you're not present at that time? They say you do get a reward. So it's not rewardless. So we are encouraged to do the dhikr of the lisan, to say Subhanallah, La ilaha illallah, Astaghfirullah. In fact, my brothers, get used to saying these beautiful words, for they will be heavy on your scale in the day of judgment. And also, if you're used to saying these beautiful adhkar, they will replace other things that you will say. How many times among us, when we get shocked, we say words like profanities? Someone scares you and you say a profanity. Imagine you're walking across the road and a car is about to hit you. And some of us, alhamdulillah, when we, when we get shocked or scared, we say, subhanallah. When we're happy, we say, Allahu Akbar. That's really good. Others don't. They say other things. Now, do you want those things to be your last words? So get used to saying these things. But it is even better. And you get even more reward when you say it with your heart. That's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, وَالَّذِينَ إِذَا ذُكُرُ اللَّهُ وَجِلَتْ قُلُوبُهُمْ And those who when Allah has remembered, their hearts tremble. They are present. They are aware. If you are aware what, you, what you're doing, you get more reward. So we need to work on being present and remembering we live for Allah. We are servants of Allah and our whole lives is revolved around pleasing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So next time when you bring that shopping home, remember to know that Allah wants you to provide for your family. So you're doing a commandment, fulfilling a commandment of Allah. Allah wants you to put happiness in your children's home and in your wife, uh, uh, make her happy. And you remember that. And you also remember that this is a blessing Allah has given you that you are enjoying. Every morsel of food that you eat, everything that you enjoy in this world is a blessing Allah has given you. And if you're mindful of that and when you're utilizing it or you're benefiting from it, you know, alhamdulillah, this is something Allah has given me, even if you're buying clothes. The Prophet said in a hadith, Allah loves to see the effect of his blessings upon his slaves. So if Allah has blessed you with money and wealth and you go and buy nice clothes with it, Allah loves that. But imagine you have the intention, I want to do something Allah loves. How many of us are thinking that way? Most of us are not thinking that way. And we need to change the way we are thinking. And inshallah, in, if we do that, we will be able to turn the regular things that we do into acts of worship. Alhamdulillah, My brothers and sisters, it is very important that we understand that in the end of the day, we are servants of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Our life revolves around Allah, our creator, and we want to please Allah. And also, we want to gain as much reward as possible. I want you to imagine two individuals. Both reached the age of 70. One of them, he actually applied what we spoke about, and tried that even when he is sleeping, like we mentioned about Mu'ad bin Jabal, when he is sleeping, he had the intention, I'm going to rest so that I can wake up for Fajr, or wake up for Qiyam. 
And when he was working, he had the intention, I am going to get a halal income, provide for my family, because that is a wajib upon me. And he was aware of that. And everything else as well. And that person, compared to the other person, that only worshipped Allah, or only thought of worshipping Allah, when he comes to the masjid, when he's praying, when he's paying zakat, and that's it. Which one will have so much more reward? The one that is aware. And this is, inshallah ta'ala, my reminder to myself and all of you that we become not ghafil, not heedless, but muntabih, aware. And I ask Allah to make us of those that the regular mundane things that we do in life are turned into acts of worship. I ask Allah to forgive our sins. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us of those that turn back to Him. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us of those that enter Jannah. Rabbana atina fi dunya hasana. وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار اللهم أت نفوسنا تقواها وزكيها أنت خير من زكاها أنت وليها مولاها اللهم لا تفرق جمعنا هذا إلا بذنب مغفور وصعي مشكور وعمل متقبل مبرور وصلى اللهم وسلم على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين وآخر دعوانا الحمد لله رب العالمين وأقيم الصلاة this recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org.